This is the Village Church Q&A podcast, where our goal is to create digital, shareable, and helpful content to make disciples who will go, grow, and overcome. Well, it's Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) It's Thursday. It's Thursday. Pastor Michael in the studio with you with Pastor Craig Jarvis. Welcome to the Village Church Q&A podcast. Uh, Today is Thursday, episode 439. All right. Okay, let's put our cards on the table. Today is Wednesday because all recording for the most part is done on Wednesday. But when you're listening to this and it's being uploaded, likely statistically. We're in the future. We're in the future. I know. Isn't that cool? Yeah. We might not even exist when this is happening. That's true. Jesus might come back. He might come back. All right. So, Craig, the question for today is, how does God feel when faith is lost from one generation to the next? But what I'd like to do with this question, if you'd be so kind, is I want you to help us understand and empathize with what God may experience when this happens. Because I think sometimes we articulate these in purely theological terms Mm. as if God is emotionally stoic. Mm. And yet we feel... Because God feels we're made in his image. We have this ability to emotionally interact with reality. Mm-hmm. And, and some people view God as just emotionally neutral and automaton who just, I play by the rules, you know? So bring us into, just help us empathize with God. The actions of God are always intended to have long-term consequences. Whatever he does in our lives, it is intended to be a long-term investment, not short-term. And we are, we are meant to speak of his goodness on a regular basis. All of the Psalms that, that speak about this are, are, are countless. They talk about the goodness of God in the past. And that is supposed to be the thing that draws our children, our grandchildren, children that we've never thought of yet. It's, it's what is supposed to be the draw of them to cling to the heart of God. So what is God's emotional attachment on all of this? Huge. Because whatever he invests in us is meant to be an investment that lasts, not just our lifetime, but in the lifetime of our children, their children, and, and forward. The most basic way to see this is when God gives the children of Israel the promised land. He gives the land promised to the children and their children and their children. It's meant to be a long-term investment. And his investment in our lives is meant for the same purpose as well. And so what is his emotional attachment? Huge. He, he wants our children to love him more than we do. He wants their children to love him more than they did. He wants our affinity toward him, our attachment to him to grow through our children. Yeah. So is it fair to say that if one generation rejects God, the emotional experience would be heavier than a father being rejected by his son? Absolutely. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it can actually be calculated. And this is what makes the book of Judges such a very difficult book to Mm -hmm. read because it's the children that abandoned God for the Baals. They abandoned the God for the idols of the land and for quite frankly, the people of the land who were worshiping those idols. And they began to get to stray from a one God theocracy, a one God monotheistic view to a pluralistic view of God. They weren't abandoning Yahweh, but in his mind they were. And so it constantly would say in there, he would give them a judge. And uh, before that would happen, they would give themselves over to sin. God would give them over to their enemies they would cry out to God and God would send them a judge to rescue them. And that happens over and over and over again in the book of Judges. And how must God's heart have been affected every time his children abandoned him after he had actually put them in the land of promise, and yet they keep abandoning him as their children have children and, and they forget about the judges. It's sad, isn't it? Pathetic. Good thing we don't do that. Yeah, ever. <laughs> I mean, I can't think of a time that would ever, you know. 
our relationship with God is intended to grow over time because we see his faithfulness in the past. That promise, that, that principle, that philosophy of how God works in our lives, that's why I said at the beginning, is meant to have long-term consequences. We are meant to grow in our faith because start small, see God do big things, grow in our faith, and attempt greater things for him later on in life. Mm. Always built on the faithfulness of God in the past. It is a fallacy to believe that God would ever identify faith as stepping into the unknown because faith is never stepping in the unknown. Our faith is always built on God's faithfulness first shown to us in the mm. past. Amen. Wow. I don't have anything to add to that. Okay. You've literally <laughs> communicated everything that would have been in my brain. So in order to honor you. Well, maybe you just need more coffee. I <laughs> highly doubt that. <laughs> You're caffeined up. Five shots so far. Mm. Is that a lot? Yeah. Okay. Good to know. For the normal human being. But you can't tell it by the controlled pace of my voice today, can well, you? Well, and anyone that doesn't know you, don't. they wouldn't appreciate the girth of your body. The so. girth of my body. Those muscles need the yeah. caffeine. Caffeine just makes my brain work harder, not my mouth talk faster. That's a lie, actually. Anyways. All right. So tomorrow, uh, last day with us, the question is this. If there is no line that a Christian can cross to lose salvation, what keeps Christians accountable to not sinning? Meaning, if you're a true Christian, there's n there's not a line that you can cross. Like, you're not going to do something and all of a sudden you lose your salvation. What about the unforgivable sin? Well, there, therein is a question. So mm. according to our sermon... If you are truly saved, there's nothing you can do to be unsaved. Mm, that'll be fun. Yeah, that will be fun. I'd be good. If I'm saved, it's a party. Bring it on. Bring it on.